All right, I am so glad to be back on the podcast today because today we are talking about confidence as a leader. We are delving into leadership skills and how to get you to the point where you can effectively lead your team and lead your company with confidence. And we're going to get into exactly how to do that. So keep on listening. You're listening to the Christian Accounting Firm Podcast, where we teach you how to grow your business by honoring God with your finances through giving. My name is Angelise Prince, founder and finance manager at Galatians Bookkeeping, and our team helps business owners just like you organize their finances, get clear on their financial reports, and develop high volume growth strategies that are crystal clear and ready for action. So if you're ready to finally see growth in your business, keep on listening. All right, so we're not wasting any time today. Point number one is in order to gain confidence as a leader, it really requires that you be systematic. We've all seen those documentaries or YouTube videos about a day in the life of a CEO, a day in the life of an executive or a C-suite leader. And what we oftentimes find are some pillars that we see that are implemented in order to run a highly effective business and to be a highly effective leader, right? And so some of those things and, and pillars that we see are what's made up in, of your diet and your workout habits and you know really taking care of you as an individual so that you can prepare yourself to be the best leader possible. Now, I know this is an accounting podcast and so you might be thinking, what does this have to do? What is my diet and my workout style and my habits? What do those things have to do with me being a leader? It has everything to do with being a leader because we're not really talking about leadership itself and business itself. We're really talking about stewardship. Stewardship is really at the foundation of being an effective and a highly efficient leader. Stewardship. How well do you steward the resources that you are given? Now, some of the resources that you were born with were your body, your brain, your mind, your talent, your gifts. Um, your physical aptitude, um, the, the things that are in your environment, your computer, all of those resources have been given to you. And as a leader, you are responsible for stewarding those resources. And so as you are looking at the resources that you already have within your wheelhouse, it is important to be systematic about how you manage and steward those resources so that you as a leader, once you begin to implement systems around the resources that you've been given and that you've been entrusted with, you're able to begin trusting yourself. You begin to trust yourself as a leader to do the thing that you are that you say that you're going to do. Now, what does this look like? I did a test unwillingly over the last couple of weeks where before I start work, before I do anything related to work, I take a minute to do two household things in my house. I work from home. So before I get into any kind of work, what I have been doing is doing two chores. Now, every day they can be two different chores or they can be the same chores, but I make sure that I complete at least two chores within my household before I get into work. And what does that do for me? Instead of working, 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 and never having a minute to actually take care of my household, what I was doing was unknowingly, I was beginning to build trust within myself to be able to 
know that yes, I am able to take care of both my house and get into work and be efficient and productive in work. And so from a mindset standpoint, it helps me to understand that I am not letting my house fall by the wayside while I attempt to be effective in work. And it also gives me the ability to have more confidence and show up as a confident leader to the workplace because I know that I've already completed tasks for that specific day. Okay, so these are and and I don't have to stress and worry about my house falling apart over time because I know that every day this is a systematic thing that I want to implement. Now, of course, there's grace if it's a busy season, if I'm out of town, things like that. Of course, there's grace. However, the goal and what we're aiming for is to have a systematic approach to how we are managing the resources that we have been giving. And so being systematic about that is very important. Another systematic approach for you might be waking up, brushing your teeth, having that quiet time with the Lord, reading your Bible, and then immediately going into your workout plan, okay? Having a system like that every single day really helps you to get into the mindset of, beginning to steward your resources, which is your body, which is your mind, which is your spirit, okay? So whatever that looks like for you and however you want to flesh that out, make sure that it is systematic. And it might not be every day. Just because it's systematic does not have to mean that it's daily. Maybe you work out every other day or maybe you implement your diet plan every other day. Now, I'm not a workout coach. I'm not a diet coach. I'm not a, a you know productivity expert. But again, getting back to the foundation of how are you managing your overall resources? You cannot effectively manage your finances well if you're not managing resources in every other area in your life with excellence and with a mindset to do well. Okay. Number two, as you, as I mentioned, being systematic with your overall resources will funnel down into you being systematic about your finance management. I just mentioned this. And so how you can effectively do this is by having a weekly check-in with yourself. If you don't have an accounting team or you don't have an accountant or finance manager who can support you immediately, you need to hold yourself accountable to doing this for yourself. Maybe you're not at the point yet where you can hire a finance manager or an accountant. You need to you need to hire yourself as your own finance manager for the time being until you can delegate that task, until it is time to continue to grow your business and delegate and outsource that role to someone else. So what this might look like for you is having a weekly check-in. So Sitting down every, let's just say every Monday at nine o'clock before you get into anything else, you sit down and you review your bank statements. This could be very simple, okay? This could be as simple as you opening up your banking app and just perusing the expenses that have come through your business or your personal finances and really taking note of what you are spending your resources on. Now, just by doing this very simple exercise, I am, I'm willing to guarantee that you will begin to be more conservative about what you are spending as you go throughout that week. If you are systematic about sitting down every single week and really looking at what you're spending money on as you're working throughout the week, you're more aware automatically. Hey, I remember I've spent 
you know, maybe you've spent $25 in two days at Chick-fil-A using your business card. And while that might be okay, right? If you actually had a meal expense that you needed to take care of, you'll that might be completely okay, but you'll have that in the back of your mind and say, hey, we've already spent $25 this week at Chick-fil-A, so I'm not going to take out the whole team to lunch this week. Maybe we can wait until you know two weeks later. Maybe we can hold that off until the holidays so we can keep and reserve our resources that we have within our wheelhouse, okay? And so Again, as you're looking at your bank statement, as you're opening up your bank app and just scrolling through some of the expenses that have come through your business, you'll start to naturally get curious about what these expenses are for. So you'll start to see, especially, so you'll start to see, especially for your business expenses, you'll start to see, hey, this is a software expense. What software is this? Is this actually effective for the business? How much revenue is coming in from using this software? You'll start to naturally ask questions about your overall spend as you're looking through your bank account, okay? Now, a part of being systematic as you're sitting down weekly, what I want you to do, and this will be your homework, what I want you to do is to identify what dollar amount means nothing to you. So think about this. If you were at a, at a conference, let's just say, and you had a last minute expense come up, how much can that expense be before you start to really feel like, ooh, this hurts, this hurts? Okay, so so let's say you're out at a restaurant and the bill comes back and it's $50. Now, you didn't plan for this. You didn't account for this. This wasn't in the budget. But is that $50 when you see that bill come back? Does that hurt or does it not? And that you'll need to assess what number will hurt. How what's the threshold? Is that $100? Does $100 hurt or is it kind of just like, oh, whatever, it's just $100? Is that $500? When does it start to hurt for you? It, for, some, for some of you who are you know, multi-million dollar businesses, it might be $5,000, $10,000. Whatever that threshold is, you want to start setting aside that amount, that amount that's not gonna hurt. So let's just say as an example, if, if that bill comes back and it says $20 and you say, ah, uh, okay, what you need to start doing is taking that $20 and setting it aside into your savings account. Why? Because for you, for you, this is not hurting your bank account, right? So let's pretend like if you did have to spend that $20 while you're out to eat and it doesn't hurt, then what's the harm in putting it away in savings? If it's not going to hurt your pockets, if you actually spend it, then it's definitely not going to hurt your pockets if you set it aside in your savings account. So you want to start thinking about that. What is your threshold? $50, is that going to make or break the bank? Do you still have reserves and funds left over? If so, go ahead and begin transferring that $50 over into your savings account. And you want to be able to do this every single time you sit down to do your weekly check-in, okay? Next. And so this is really gonna help you to gain confidence as a leader because if you're able to, number one, manage your personal resources, your, your body, your spirit, your mind, and you're able to manage your finances, you're setting yourself up to show up as a more confident leader, 
because you know how to manage resources and you're being systematic about it and you're being consistent with it. And so when your team asks you questions, yeah, you may not know the answer, but you can at least know that out of these two things, you are consistent, you are systematic with it, and you can trust yourself to handle these things. And so naturally you become more confident because you know that you can manage resources, okay? So when it comes to negotiating on a deal, you already know that you're operating from a place of balance, of stewardship, and and excellence. Because just by implementing these two systems in your life, okay? Now, number three is more of a a heart posture, okay? And, And as you're gaining confidence as a leader, what I want you to be cognizant about is What does your heart look like in terms of managing money and managing resources? Because it's not just about the money, okay? It's not all about money and and increased revenue and what is beneficial for you only, right? As a leader, you have to be very multifaceted and well-rounded in order to understand the whole picture of how your business is solving problems for others and how you're showing up for others and how you're serving for others, okay? And so as we're talking about this whole idea of stewardship and managing resources well, the Holy Spirit led me to three scriptures today and I wanna read them for you. So the first one is Proverbs 21, verse 20, which says, the wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. And so this is this really goes into this whole idea of what I just mentioned, managing your resources well, not being a fool or not being an unwise person, not being a fool who just spends whatever they get, not have not being systematic about taking the time to plan and to strategize about how to manage the resources that you've been given. The next one is 1 Corinthians 4 verse 2 which says a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. Oh, that's so good. I love it. The next one is Luke chapter 12, verse 48, which says when someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. You may have heard this said so many times, um, to whom much is given, much is required. This is that verse. This is that verse. And I just love it. I just love it. It just communicates this foundation of managing our resources well and really being wise with what we've been entrusted because it's been given to us because we have been entrusted to manage it. Um, and, and, you know, I'll just say this, that the way that you steward your resources, it says a lot about your character. It says a lot about what you value and what you hold true in terms of generosity and management and overall, just the way that you think. Um, to give a little backstory about me and, and how this affected me and how this has been pivotal in my life, I used to think business me, I personally, when I started my first business eight years ago, or maybe nine years ago at this point, um, I used to think business was all about me and my pockets and my money and what I could do and how I could show off and how I can get all of these materialistic things by generating revenue and income through my business. And, you know, 
years ago when I started my first business, I quit my job, right? I had the, a very similar story to uh, when I recently quit my job uh, to start Galatians Bookkeeping. But when I started my first business years ago and I quit my job, I was able to replace my income within the first 30 days. I was able to um, generate clients quickly. I generated that revenue stream um, with, I generated a pretty good revenue amount within 30 days of me quitting my, my job. And because I was selfish, because I had no structure, because I was just had the wrong mindset completely, I lost every single client within the next 30 days after starting my business. So I got new clients. So I quit my job. I got new clients within that first 30 days. By the next 30 days that rolled after that, I had lost all clients that I had generated. Why? Because there was no structure. There was no accountability. There was selfishness. And so naturally, I, I sowed those seeds of selfishness in, in, uh, in chaos, in, in disorganization. And so I reaped that. That's what I reaped. And so... Now, years later, after surrendering my life and my finances to Jesus, my business is growing consistently year over year. And, you know, myself and my team, we are able to manage multi-million dollar accounts. We're able to manage multiple million dollar businesses and we're able to support them with strategy and operational excellence and really watch their businesses continue to grow and thrive. And and so I want to, you know, ask you, how are you preparing yourself and really being systematic in your approach to developing your leadership skills? It starts with the foundation of stewardship and stewarding things well. I mean, and being strategic about that. I, I know a lot of business owners who have goals and have dreams and ambitions. And while those are admirable, have to think about how you're going to steward the resources that you have been given. If you say that you want to earn six figures every single month consistently, that's amazing. But how are you going to strategically plan to steward that resources, those resources? How are you going to steward those resources? What kind of labor, what kind of team will you need around you to be able to manage that level of operational excellence? What what kind of resources will you need to continue to operate that level of success and continue to grow and thrive? It's not enough to just have a goal and to go after the goal. You need to be able to strategically plan of how you're going to get there and how you're going to manage the resources that you have when you're there. And so all of that to say, you know, how are you preparing? I pray that you take some of these tips and really implement them and really sit down and think about how you can be preparing for your next season, how you can be preparing for your now and how you can really implement better processes and better ways of thinking as a leader to continue to grow and stretch you. And so all of that to say, also just just take this to the Lord, have prayer time, you know, bring this to the Lord in your prayer time and really be thinking about how you can understand how you can be developed and, and stretched and, and grow as a leader in order to operate in your business effectively. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love talking to business leaders and really getting into the nitty gritty of how you can grow, not just 
as a business, but also professionally and how we can support you with strategy and financial planning and so many other areas of your business. And so if that's something that you're looking for, head on over to galatiansbookkeeping.com and schedule a call with us so that we can walk you through step-by-step on how to grow your business and how to grow yourself as a leader. And I can't wait for you to see that next level of growth in your business and in your leadership. Until next time, I will talk to you later. If today's episode was helpful for you, let us know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We look forward to growing with you and our team at Galatians Bookkeeping is ready to help. Head over to galatiansbookkeeping.com to schedule a call where we can meet with you directly, learn more about your business, and begin strategizing your path to exceptional growth. I'll see you soon. Galatians 5.22 But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things.